buzzing out there. Um, keys just get pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, see if good things will happen for us. Yep. Episode 24 of Just Dishing It. We are back, joined by my co-host, Mr. John Toots Tudor, and our producer extraordinaire, Derek Hoskin. Toots, what's up, buddy? You're looking fresh. You almost look like Kygo right now. Like, you got the black V-neck look going on. You got the, the Nike dad hat. Looking re- ready to rip some tropical house or something. I he's love about it. To, he's about to go DJ Coachella in like an hour. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just uh, just hot. left the produce aisle at Wegmans like an hour ago. So, I mean, I guess that's about the same as uh, ripping it up on stage at a show. But, uh, yeah, just uh, having a good week here. Um, you know, just I tell you what, navigating those produce aisles after work is talk about an Olympic sport. Like these people are just bananas, yeah. um, but also excited. Derek uh you know, he, he looks at all of our metrics and stuff. And I think, what are we that we've got to be the number one streaming Buffalo based podcast in uh, Finland uh, right yeah, now, right? The numbers are trending upwards somewhere. Yeah. So, so uh, good looks for the boys. And uh, who knows, maybe some overseas content to come in the uh, future for us. <laughs> one can only hope. He's Derek, how's it going, buddy? Oh, not too bad. You know, another busy week as usual. We're uh, clearing up the schedule for. For a little uh, vacation, R and R, so you yeah, know, traveling. Much needed. Much where are we going? Where are we going, Derek? Where Where are you going to be? Ooh, mm, we might lose some followers here, but you know, we're we're doing five days of fish, so yeah, we're oh. we're, we're going all around the place. So, oh, but <laughs> yeah, Hershey, Pennsylvania, and Atlantic Atlantic City. So I'm gonna try and stay away from the uh, sports book, but you know, yeah, that's Benny, the city if, I'll get in trouble in. Benny, if you wanna, you guys wanna shoot me a text, you know, place a bet, you know, then kind of you know, maybe right. maybe we can get a justition at group uh, group bet. Uh, I'll be at Caesar's Palace, so perfect. No, not a big deal. Not a big deal. Subtle flex, subtle flex. Caesar might have lived there. <laughs> Did Caesar live here? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, anyways. Let's not waste any more time. This is a guest I've been very excited to get on. Ladies and gentlemen, from Emerald Visuals, please welcome Mr. Chad Streb. Chad, big guy. What's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. I appreciate yes. it. Long overdue. Pumped this guy here. Glad to have you, man. This guy is one of the longest standing OG supporters of the Justition brand and, and so much more. This guy's a class act. Um, you know, appreciate can't say it. enough appreciate about you, Chad, for the support over the years, but we'll dive into that. How's your summer going, buddy? It's going, man. Lots of work, but but we're doing good. You know, got some uh, some lake days in there. Got some more lake days ahead. We got lots of weddings <laughs> planned for the, the end of the summer, so it's been good so far. I think it's going to be a, a good August, too. So I'm Oh, yeah. It's shaping up to be. Oh, yeah. Shaping up to be for sure. So what do you uh what's what's your go to for the lake days? Are you like a you a tuber? You like to plop it in the tube? You do a little wakeboarding? I like the uh, if I can get my hands on a jet ski. That's that's mm. number one. Probably do jet jet ski first. Um, I'd say the fishing fishing boat probably next up, and then yeah, I'm yeah. floating. Take a tube down to a 
they got Vital Park out by uh, Canisius. Oh, Canisius so Lake. Good oh, spot. Yeah, float there. A lot of people like to float there. So Beauty. there's water on there, you know. Absolutely. So did you get like I know you're you know big fisherman and stuff. We'll get into that too. Like where where did that begin? Was that just kind of like a father son thing, just in the family? What, yeah. What was so that? I actually found out recently that my grandpa ran a charter out of Rochester, and I didn't know that. But my dad's dad, my dad was never a fisherman. But when we were young, we went camping, and he kind of you know showed us fishing. Then my uh, my mom's old boyfriend, we went fishing with uh, him and his kid. And I ended up fishing just, we caught like something like a hundred sunfish in a day. And I Ooh. just hooked, hooked from then on, you know, hooked literally. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. You cheeky bastard. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's, that's really it's there, there's not a ton better than just like, you know, the summer day, you know, any time of day, really just out there, just casting away, casting yeah. away, firing some thing, drinks. Yeah. And then the all of a sudden. Yeah, then all of a sudden it's just rock and roll. You get a bite yep. and it's just gone. Yep. Only but, thing I'm thinking about is what's gonna hit the end of the line. Yeah. It makes it all, makes it all worth the wait too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The tutor doesn't use a fishing pole in line. He's more of a flashlight at night figure eight kind of guy. Oh, dude. Yeah. Jump in, jump in bare hands. Yeah. Um No, it's Chad, you, you fish at Canisius a lot. Uh, not not too much. I do most of it in the canal. I do oh, okay. fish Canisius. I'll fish it. You know, probably a couple times a year, yeah. But most of it's the canal or some ponds. Cool. I like the can. I, I, canal's probably the go-to. They got some. Uh, a lot of people say it's not good fishing, but they don't know where to fish. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's a lot of fish in there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I might as well segue into it. I mean, um, with Chum Angle, like, was that that was was that strictly like your love for the water, love for the fish to start that? that this line actually. Ever? This this is a crazy story, actually. It's crazy that this yeah yeah. I, I'll give you the full story. All right, yeah, so we like that. Just dangle hockey. Uh-huh. Name name was no longer good, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, how do we keep it alive? You know, how how can I kind of spin this? I wanted to do a fishing company, and I'm like, right. can we do, can we do just angle like an angler is a fisherman and say just angle and kind of keep that keep that going? Yeah. And then my uncle, I, I was talking with my uncle out in Mattapoisett and he kind of, you know, he kind of liked the idea and he, he just kind of, I don't know, he went with chum angle, chum meaning like, you know, a friend or a buddy. It kind of makes people think of like shark bait or like, you know, like chum and fish. or something. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make people think of friends or, so that's kind of a, I don't know, the hurdle that I saw with the name, but like, mm-hmm. as far as it coming about, I liked fishing. I wanted to do, you know, I saw, I saw Matt and, and you guys kind of build this, this from nothing. And I was like, okay, if, you know, if, if, if other people can do it, I can do it. I'm going to try it. Right. And then, uh, that's, that's kind of where it started. It was, it was really inspired from, from, you know, JDH at the start. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's amazing, dude. It's so crazy. Inspiring people. It's weird. It's a very weird yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, it was just, it, it was all just an idea. It was just, right. you know, let's and try this. Regular, you know, regular dudes guys yeah. that I knew, you know, friends. And like, it wasn't <laughs> like, it wasn't like, you know, only celebrities can do it. Only these people with all sorts of, you know, all sorts of money and all, it, mm-hmm. anyone can do it. You know, it showed that, you know, you just got to work hard. For sure. Keep, keep consistency, you know. 
What was kind of the big, what was like the big, as you dove into it more, was there a moment for you where you were like, well, this is like, I didn't expect this or like a big kind of like a learning curve, learning moment for you. Do you have something that sticks out? Probably got a few, honestly. Yeah. Building, building a website was insane. I, I just tried to do it all on my own with Shopify and there's like, they have, you know, they have, uh like chat rooms and whatnot, where you can get help for stuff. But a lot of it was like just figuring it out on my own, trying to, you know, set it up the way I wanted it. And then I didn't really, I didn't really, you know, partake a lot in the trademark stuff, Mm -hmm. but my, my uncle went, you know, he trademarked a a few things and I didn't realize how expensive it was to kind of do that stuff. So that, that was definitely something I didn't really, I didn't think about like, if you want to make all sorts of stuff, you, you can't infringe on someone else's stuff. So you have to kind of be aware of that. And then, you know, if you want it to be yours, it's, you could be looking at five grand, you know, seven grand. So they get pricey for sure. And then, then like uh, inventory, like if it didn't sell, we weren't going to make more of it. So then we kind of had a bunch of stuff that doesn't sell. And then all the stuff that sells, we just sold out and never kind of, you know, never replenished. And then COVID hit and it, the, the, the focus has kind of shifted back to, uh, you know, work instead of kind of this, uh, this business. For sure. Yeah. That's, that's the, uh, I'm trying to think of other, I can't really think of, you know, the, the social media is a bear. Like we got yeah. traction, we had traction, we got up to like 3000 followers and then we just hit a wall and just, that's it. It was like, and I think the consistency and the persistence was lacking. And if we continued, you know, hammering yeah. like we were, we probably would have kept going, but it kind of, once you lose that momentum, it's very hard to kind of get back on the horse, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So how'd you end up gaining those followers that quick? Was it like, were you doing like some ads or anything targeted or was it all just like, yeah, were you? Yeah. So he was, he was, he called, my uncle actually called a few different companies and yep. found out who they're kind of how they did it. And we ended up having two or three different people try and run like marketing, but it, I, some of them were organic followers, but I still think that a lot of it was just junk you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like accounts that are not, they're not going to buy anything. They're not checking out your website. It's just kind of just accounts. Phantom accounts. They're just yeah. phantoms. Right. So it was, yeah. Yeah, it was a waste of money. And what he was paying for, it was just not worth it. You mm-hmm. know, the return, it was just, so that's, that's, you know, figuring out how to capture an audience and kind of keep them and turn them into customers even because you can get their attention and then they go to your site and they just click off because it's, oh, I don't want a $65 shirt. I don't care. You know, I'm not paying that. So that was hard. That was right. hard too. Yeah, it's yeah. getting, uh, for the lack of a better term, getting the bites on the line. If you yeah, are, there you go. Panic. There you go. Getting, getting the nibbles. But yeah. you know, obviously, the big piece for, you know, one of the bigger things that having you on is your work with, um, you know, your 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 new venture, newer venture, maybe I guess. But Emerald Visuals, artwork, yeah. logos, man. Like, we'll dive into that a little bit. But what is did you have, I'm sure you had some stuff that kind of translated from your experience with Chum Angle into doing that as far as growing, starting to really grow your following and your client base for, for Emerald Visuals. So, but I mean, tell everybody what that is and, and all yeah. that sort of stuff for the listeners and, and go from there. Yeah. So Emerald, Emerald Visuals kind of came about, um, 
also in college. I kind of, uh, it, it, it actually, so Emerald Visuals, the actual, you know, when I turned it into like a business was mm-hmm. like, uh, start of 2020 was when I really yeah. started to take it seriously. But in, in 2018, even as far back as like 2016, I, w- I would make, uh, there's a kid picks that we went to school with. I made artwork for him and I kind of, I was like, I can do this, you know, I can, I can make these. And then, uh, I continued to make them for a kid named Molato. He was out of Buffalo. Um, and he, he kept, you know, them two kept giving me stuff to make. So I kept kind of getting better and better. And then I decided, you know, I can do this for other people. So that's when I kind of made the page. Um, and I started charging, you know, five, 10 bucks, just trying to get people just like, I'll do it. Whatever you want to pay me. I don't care if you want to cover art, I'll do it. You pay me. I just need the experience. I was trying to network. I was trying to get, you know, the people. And I focused more at the beginning on what they wanted and not what I wanted. I focused, you know, how can I help them? How can I make what they want come to life? And that's what I've kind of tried to, because a lot of people are like, Oh, I, I'm the designer. I do the creative process. Don't tell me what you want. Just let me design. And some people get a little, you know, worked up when other people try to give them ideas. I, I welcome it. You know, give me your idea. I'll try and bring that to life. And if you don't have an idea, then I'll try and make, you know, make my own idea. But it, it, it really, it, it exploded in 2020 when I started taking it seriously, I started charging five, 10 bucks. I started getting too busy where it was like five, 10 bucks isn't worth my time anymore. Uh-huh. I gotta, you know, I gotta up it. And then the, you know, the people who were serious about it stuck around and kept coming to me. And, and they, as I increase, you know, I get new technology. I got a new Mac. I up my price more. And these guys still, you know, they still appreciate that I'm there and they still rock with me. So it's kind of, it's just that the networking that, that I've made in the last, like, since, since 2020 networking with people is what, what did it just, the, yeah. they re, they refer me to other people who refer me to other people. And as long as I'm, you know, reliable and I I'm, I'm transparent, you know, Hey, I'm not going to get to it today. I'll get to it tomorrow. People love that. They just yeah. get, get frustrated when you go ghost and you don't do what you say you're going to do. So that's, that's, you know, being, being diligent and being quick and, and networking people loved it. And I've just been, you know, just kind of growing off of just referrals yeah. Really. Yeah. That's you that's such a big thing when just word of mouth does your advertising for you. Obviously the work speaks for itself, but when you get other people, you know, showing it, talking right. about it, recommending it to their friends, that's that's where your your money and you know, your previous work is just working for you. For those of us right. viewing on YouTube, we got some some graphics up there from the Emerald Visuals Instagram page at Emerald underscore visuals. Check some of that out. We'll be tagging it in this episode post, obviously. But have you go ahead back? That that Zaza one is probably one of the newer ones. So I I had uh, I'm learning a lot. So you can tell uh, when I release things, I have to keep them kind of I have to keep them on the down low for a while because the artists don't release their songs. Right. For, you know, they'll wait months. So in that time, I kind of have a, a catalog of stuff that I just don't release. So yeah. this is some of the some of the newer stuff. I it's it's almost night and day. Like when if you look at the 2018 stuff and that that one's a little older. So you can kind of this one's for some uh, some Buffalo boys. <laughs> Yo, Logan, Mary, I knew Derek oh. would like that one. 
I went to cafe. <laughs> this I actually brought this just because I wanted to whoop it out. This was he was the first dude. So he he was one of the first people that I connected with that really like showed me the power of referrals. This man yeah. doesn't matter who's on his song, doesn't matter who it is, he sends them to me and they will they'll do business. And I and I love it. And I couldn't, you know, I couldn't thank him more. And this kid also took the time to like make he made like, you know, something into like a, a tangible thing. So I, yeah. I never really, I never really had my, you know, something I made on like a, a cover. So that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Have Shout out to my boss up. Yeah. Little Buffalo boy. Yeah. But you, yeah, you get something, that physical, tangible thing yeah. you can hold. Like that's, that's I'm trying to get a plaque. I want to, I want a platinum plaque. Can that's you do a, uh, can you do a Papa John's like animated, yeah. like, yeah oh yeah that, that's that's mine and cavo's jam is the pop john's by hefe oh, yeah. awesome you know i could probably yeah i could probably yeah. do something i need to see a papa john's animation uh album i did the, i did the cover art for it you did for okay yeah. oh yeah yeah but yeah i can i could probably pull it up and do something so chad how'd you get specifically into cover art uh with with your designs was it a love for music and then kind of evolved or or did it yeah. really so you kind of targeted that it was it was like music and i liked music and then like the first people that really like i just i, I messed around with like editing pictures and stuff and then this kid was like you know you can do that you can like i i, I made a picture of him and he's like you can do that you could make an album cover and i never like made the connection and then I did it. And then I saw that, you know, people are, it's, it, there's, you know, it, people start businesses, they just need one logo, you know, or a couple logos and they're a little, they don't need them as often. And I, I realized that like rap, like everyone wants to be a rapper. Everyone's putting out music every single day. There's so many people that are making music and they all need this. You know what I mean? Right. So every, every day there's millions of people who are looking for it. You just got to be able to get, get those people daily and i'm almost i'd say i probably get two a week so it's not it's not where i want to be but it's mm -hmm. it's consistent and it's creating like you know income i can count on you know i can count on at least 100 bucks a week from doing cover arts in you know one or two hours so it's not like i obviously want you know five customers a day that'd be awesome yeah, but that's that's the next that's the next step, and I also would need a lot more uh, free time to do that. So I'd for probably, sure, but persistence a day, yeah, five hundred bucks a day. I'm out. I'm out of the uh, the nine to five. So <laughs> yeah, I I, absolutely. I heard that. Um, yeah. So then, when you when you talk about word of mouth, you are you working with a lot of you know local artists, Rochester, Buffalo, that sort of thing? Have you branched out kind of nationwide at this point? Where are you at with that? Yeah, so I got um, I got a lot of Rochester artists just from from being in Rochester and working with Rochester and like a lot of my friends that are in Rochester. I'll say, hey, you know, who's underground, not really heard of, that's really good. Like, who do you guys listen to? Who's someone you think has the potential of you know going platinum, being big? And just kind of let other people tell me because I can't, you know, I can't listen to all of them. So if someone says, you know, I really like this guy, they got a different sound. And if I agree, then I, you know, I try to, I try to pursue them. Buffalo, I've got people out in Buffalo. It's, it's mainly Rochester and Buffalo. I've got a few down in New York City. I'm trying to, 
I'm trying to target New York City more too because they've been kind of there's a lot of a lot of rappers coming out of New York City. I almost had like Fabio Foreign. They had I reached out to his team and I had my cover art in a in a mix for his first his debut album. They didn't pick mine, but it was it was cool seeing like these people were kind of like right before they blew up. I'm on the I'm on the right track. I was talking to this guy. They didn't use my art, but a week later he had a Drake feature. So it's like all right, I'm. I'm tagging the right people. I'm looking at the right people. I'm just, I just need to get, get in, you know, get in the door. So it's, it's yeah. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to keep expanding and keep growing my, you know, every day trying to get new, new people, but it's, it's really Buffalo and Rochester. Probably I'd say 80% of what I do. Yeah. You got, have you thought about getting into other genres? Yeah, I tried. So there's a couple uh, country singers that I knew and I tried to reach out and they're like, can you send me some of the country work you've done? And I don't have any. So you got to like, get into you got to get into the like electronic rap. stuff. Yeah, that's where yeah. you got to go next, because the crossover between that and rap, it's very fitting. You got a lot of like any genre of electronic music, whether that's trap house dubstep, like there's there's so much crossover now that when they see like the rap stuff you've done, they're like, Oh yeah, they're going to like that. Right. You know, obviously yeah. too, you can connect with like guys that they've worked with that they've featured with. That's a community. I was something I definitely wanted to talk to you about that. You should try to tap into. I can, yeah. I can help you with that a little bit for too. Sure. For sure. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. That's, that sounds like a good idea. Definitely a lot of creative freedom in that too, where you can really challenge yourself and kind of push boundaries for your, you know, right. your own individual business and, and vision for that too. Tooth is back. We're back. Oh boy. boy. I was worried Crosby got traded or something and he just left. <laughs> oh my gosh. By the way, by the way, I think this might be the first time um, two Red Sox fans on the oh. podcast. Oh, oh yeah! Go. Wow. Talk about not, domination. Not, not great, huh? Yeah, not great timing for it right <laughs> yeah, now. But uh, you know, last last week or so hasn't been pretty. But they'll they'll get right yeah. back on top. Yeah, yeah. they they. As, I'm just happy that it was the Yankees that they put the whooping on. You know. <laughs> I yeah, you know I agree. It's the Yankees. Nothing makes me happier than coming into this season and everyone being like, oh, the Yankees are going to be an absolute yeah. wagon. They're sick. The Sox are going to suck. Yeah, they no might pitching, get in yeah. fourth place. Mm-hmm. And they are just shit-kicking them this year, and it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Is that a big family thing for you, Chad? Red Sox? Yeah. Like everybody's Boston fans? Yeah, my, my grandpa grew up in uh, – well, he didn't grow up. He He lived in Boston for a little bit um mm-hmm. and then we had a house uh, a summer home that he had so every year we would go down to uh it's not quite boston but it's about an hour outside boston so it yeah, was close enough all boston teams yeah yeah except so, the hats yeah so so what was it bruins for you too yeah oh yeah i i, I thought so but i couldn't remember it's been a while yeah. but yeah kick rocks on that note <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway chad, did you did you grow up in rochester chad yeah yeah, okay. Got you. Okay. So this brings me to potentially connecting dots because I was thinking about this this morning. You ever go to Mulconry's in Fairport? Oh, yeah. All right. So I think I saw you there Thanksgiving Eve one year. Probably. Because I, I remember <laughs> I was absolutely shit face buckled. Like it was Thanksgiving Eve, I'd come home. My buddies and I would go out to Mulconry's. My cousin went to Fairport. So like we'd head out there. And 
I remember walking upstairs at Mulconry's and I was, I had like a JDH shirt on like under my flannel, but my flannel was like unbuttoned and I get to the top of the stairs and I think it might've been you. And you were like, yo, you know, JDH It's like, yeah. Like my yeah. buddy out in Buffalo, I play hockey with like started it. You're like, wait, Matt, like, yeah, you're like that's, yeah, my, right. that's yeah. my boy from college. And I was like, damn, connecting the dots here. Small yeah. world. Yeah, all kinds. Wednesday night before Thanksgiving is every single yeah. year. Oh, yeah. best place oh, in yeah. the world. I'm pretty uh, sure that night I booted. Uh, yeah. not, it did not end well. Ooh. Oh yeah, most of those nights don't because in you're my, just like in my buddy's driveway. Oh, yikes. yeah, yeah. Oh. His mom saw it next morning. Oh, oh yeah. She was disappointed. Yeah, oh yeah, but she didn't know it was me, so we were. All yeah, there. that's fine. You got away with that one. <laughs> Wash it off down with the hose. That's great. So, um, I mean, I wanted to dive in a little bit too. I mean, we'll come back to everything, you know, but. What's it kind of been like for you, Chad? I mean, you know, I, I was fortunate enough, got to meet you. You know, we we're pretty early in college and stuff for the first time. You know, it, the college life, as much as you can fuck off and not really do much. But, you know, for the crowd we associated with, right, everybody was busy, you know, trying to do stuff. But right. what's it kind of been like? But like I was saying, I, you know, didn't hang out as much at Fisher as I would have liked to, you know, having fun and shit like that. But for you, you know, kind of seeing where things really started to go up the staircase as far as the justition and what's it kind of like for you as someone that, you know, like, you know, you've been there pretty, since pretty early, like, yeah. you know, compared to a lot of people. I honestly, I, I don't want to say I saw it, but I saw it. Like it was, <laughs> it was just like, this is a great idea. He just, it just kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And every year, like, the people who saw the gear, they loved it. The, the people loved, you know, the Matt was very at, at like at college. He was very good at promoting it. Everyone loved it. You know, people would, they would buy, not just buy a shirt, but then he came out with something else and people wanted it. You know, like people knew him, they knew the team, they wanted to support, they wanted to be a part of it. And it just, it got legs and it's just grown and grown and grown. I didn't expect like the, you know, the, the viral stuff quite you know it, it really it really went viral and took off like to a whole nother level but it, i i mean I, I i never had any doubts i i knew this was uh and that's that's kind of why you know i i've been out of college for five years and i've been you know sticking sticking in contact with matt and you guys and 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 trying to you know maintain you know a, be a part of this and continue to watch it grow because i know it's going to just keep going and it's just getting started it's yeah. like, uh, it's kind of, it's, it's almost nice to see, you know, I'm happy for, for everyone involved because it's the, it's the hard work literally paying off like 2012 till now yeah. is what, you know, what it took to get to this point, if not more, I don't even know, you know, the years before thinking of, you know, dreaming about this streetwear company, like yeah. it, it took time to get to where it is. And I, I can say I, I saw it getting bigger, but I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be, you know, trips to trips to bar school this year. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we like to we like to do that. You know, we surprised ourselves, I guess I should yeah. say. But no, honestly, it's it's a big thing. Of why even bring it up? It's, you know, I speak for the whole team, and I know this, but we we aren't where we are without you know the people like you, 
all the supporters and everything that just like they see it early on or just when they see it, when they find us, they, they, they see the potential and they give the support, love, appreciation. It's amazing. It's yeah, so, got, it's so trippy. It's so weird. There's a cult in Fairport. You get, you get, <laughs> get cult of us out here. So, oh man, I love to hear it. So with that in mind, um, this is a, this is a new thing. I don't do this very often, Chad, but no oh boy. Yeah. So I hit up the guy. I hit a, I hit up the CEO on this one. I All said, right. Maddie, having the old guy Chad Streb on, you know, coming up here on an episode. I need some things I have to ask him. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, what's that guy? What's he got? <laughs> he gave me a good list here. So this is only a few, he says, but these are some things on on his mind. Give me a few bullet points here. The first one on the list is Ward Four. Oh yeah. Yeah, board four. All right, that was our freshman floor. Forty dudes, all eighteen years old. First time for some of them, you know, being away from home. And I think, I think the security told us multiple times that we were the worst floor they'd ever had to deal with in history. Like nice. week one, our RA was out partying with us. We came back, and he was escorted off our floor, and we literally chanted like "Free Kevin." free Kevin all night like kids coming back from the bar with their it was crazy kids would like uh security came that night kid crawled up the elevator shaft to hide like <laughs> they were it was <laughs> insane it was yeah they had one night where uh some kids from the baseball team popped in this one kid's room and they all had uh in each hand they had like a uh, baby powder and they just bam 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 so quick the room was just full of baby powder and then it set off all the smoke alarms all everything the fire department came opened the door it's just you can't even see it's just white everything in this kid's room was just covered in baby powder just ruined oh. all on the carpet it was just oh they had that it was it was chaos we had we had nhl we played shell games if you got if you lost five zero in a game of shell you had to do a naked lap nice sprint down the hall Oh. And oh yeah, four zero kids would run down the hall knocking on doors, getting people ready. <laughs> everyone, everyone would come into the room and watch. Now you're sweating because you yeah. four zero. Oh yeah, it was it was good times. It was. Uh, Did you ever get naked mild? Oh yeah, I got oh, naked boy. mild. Yeah, yeah. Socks and a Seahawks hat. Oh. oh man, I think I think it was Nick Schaefer. I think oh, he okay. he might have got me like six or seven to zero. It was oh, a man. it was a whooping. But then you're just clinging for one goal, you know. Yeah. I'm just like, I just need one goal. And it, yeah, no, bad news. Bad news. But yeah, I think just about I'd say probably 75% of the dudes got five out at one point. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun, you know. It was it was just all out of fun. Oh yeah, it was all it was all chaos every time I went there. Like, you know, in the you know. Especially that freshman year that I remember. Most of them I vaguely remember. For, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. The but, other one, Haffy, Haffy 2 was the other floor. We had Ward 4 and Haffy 2. And I'd say those two floors probably were, like, insane. It was like a party 24-7. Nah. You could go. One of the rooms was doing, you know. One of the rooms was up to something. At yeah. all times. <laughs> what about Easter 420? Nah. Uh, Ah, uh, <laughs> how, how, 
are we are we PG here or can we go we can go uh this is a this this podcast is an explicit warning for all for all right yeah so a lot of a lot of pot was involved on 420 um yeah. man 420 happened to, happened to happen to land on Easter so me and Matt got back from our spring break we're like cross joint 420 why not you know let's do it so normal joint takes a little bit to roll cross joint takes a half hour to roll so me and matt are in the bathroom for like a half hour rolling this thing up and fucking luke gets back from spring break comes over to matt and we didn't lock matt's door for some reason so he comes right into the room no one's in the room he sees the bathroom doors shut opens the bathroom door We've been in there for a half hour with a towel under it, you know, scents like trapped in there. And now both doors are open. So we finish it up. We finish it up. We got, you know, we're sitting there and knock on the door. And we're like, well, what's that? And the RA comes. And RA's like, hey, it smells horrible. I'm going to let you guys get out of here, but I'm calling security. So we're like, oh, thank you so much. You know, we scoot. Nate gets back. Nate comes back from vacation when we scoot. So he has no idea what just happened. <laughs> he's in the room unpacking, right? He's unpacking. He's got like a freaking like four inch like knife that he's got like, you know, like a hunting knife or whatever. He's unpacking. They fucking send the kid home because he has a knife. They're like, oh. yep. He just, he just, just unpacked all his shit from spring break. They're like, nope, get out of here. Then they find like little crumbs of weed on this, uh, on, the, on what we were rolling on, basically. Yeah. And so then they start calling us. So me, Matt, and Lukey are driving. And we're about to spark this thing. And they're blowing up his phone, just blowing him up, call after call, leaving voicemails. And then they're like, you know, you need to come back. You know, we're waiting outside your dorm. So we're like, okay, this is probably not the best idea. We should just go back. Go back. Security's there. They're, you know, we got, we found weed trimmings. Where's the weed? And we're like, oh, all we have is this. And we gave them some. And they're like, we know there's more. We sent Lucas. Me and Keeler were getting interrogated by the security. I texted Lucas and I'm like, Luke, they're going to the car. Get it all out of the car. Luke runs to the car, gets the cross joint, gets whatever he can, puts it in the back of this kid's truck. So after we get, you know, we go, go through the whole ringer and whatever, they write us up. They, they took me to my room. They searched my room and did the whole nine yards. They write us up. And then afterwards, we go with Lukey, and Lukey's got the cross joint still. So we ended up uh, – What a weapon. We ended up okay, but it was it was definitely a uh, – That was a nail-biter. Yeah, they're schmucks. Yeah. They, they, they were <laughs> – they were horrible, man. They they opened my freezer. I had a frozen water bottle, frozen salad. The guy's like, this is alcohol. I'm like, dude, I'm like, you frozen know, like, solid, bro. What, what are you asking me? I'm like, yeah. They, they, yeah, they were, uh, they were just looking, you know, looking to get people written up. They were out to, out to get people. I think. Yeah. Long break for them. They were probably bored. Poor yeah, guys. right. That's really right. what it seems like. They're excited that they had some trouble. All right. But yeah, that was a yeah, that was a crazy day, Easter. And and yeah, it didn't help that I was definitely high, and they were asking me like, hey, <laughs> like they were asking me these questions, and they asked Matt, they're like, is he always like this? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm you staying, you know. <laughs> I'm sweating uh, bullets. Well, then I uh, remember, they're like, do you have any? Did you have any pot in Matt's car? And I didn't know they already knew. So I'm like, nah. Nope. That's good. That's good. He ain't rapping for <laughs> shit, I'm baby. Like, nope. Nope. And they're like, well, this was in his car. And I'm like, ah, 
well, maybe we did. I didn't see it, but yeah, I didn't know it was in there. But yeah, no, we we both got yeah, we both got written up, and then we had to go to freaking alcohol classes. Made no sense. Three <laughs> classes on alcohol abuse because we got caught with pot. I was like, and a frozen water bad. bottle that was actually yeah, water. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. But yeah, well, that was that. That was a memorable, memorable four twenty. Yeah, I would say so. What about the wall of fuckery? That was senior year. So senior year, we uh, it was me, Matt, another Matt, Matt Clark. You know him, right? He's the golfer, LPGA guy. Yeah. yeah. And then Nate Woods. So us four lived on uh, South Goodman Street, and we had in our living room like a bay window kind of thing, and. I don't remember really how it got started. Who was the, you know, the sticky fingered klepto who decided to start it, but someone decided to steal shit at the end of the night, leaving the bar. Oh, this is coming home. And it ended up on the wall. So we ended up having like, like posters and this and that. And, and Clark just went on this spree where you get, you know, go to the bar He'd leave the bar and something was going on the wall of fuckery. He's like, I'm finding something. We had, you know, the ropes, like when they rope off a section, like a metal bar and a red rope and another. Yeah, it's metal got like bar. the velvet. Oh, yeah. Dude, he put a whole, a, a bar, a rope, and a bar in the trunk outside of one nightclub. Like all of them are there. Every, you know, all of the security's there, stuffs it in there. And, we, and then it's in front of our wall of fuckery. It was like a, uh, like a, you know, a retaining wall that protected yeah. it. But it was yeah. it was it was all just like stuff that no one would miss, you know, like beer posters and like darts and and random posters. It wasn't never anything expensive, but we definitely yeah. had a the wall was just a collage of just memories. Funny. Essentially, that's what it is. Yeah. It's just like oh, this night, oh, we got this thing yeah. that night. Yeah, that's hilarious. What was uh? Yeah. What was your favorite? Do you have a favorite poster or something that was on there? Because I think that's kind of uh, interesting. You know, can yeah. I know with the artwork and stuff? Do you got I one do. that out to you? We we had a uh, we had a Clemson flag. Ooh. I don't really like Clemson, but we had a, a Clemson like maybe this big flag, and I liked like the pennant. It. No, it was like a it was a I don't have one, but it was like, like a, a regular square flag. Yeah, like a okay, rectangle, flag. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But square. it wasn't like a Listen full size flag. It was like you know like. Now, 16 inches or something but yeah. that one was cool because that one uh that one clark saw on the way to the bars and then on the way back that one was like premeditated that one was like this one we're getting that cleansing <laughs> flag is coming home so that, that it early was, on yeah that one was like we kind of were ready for it you know waiting for the end of the night and we're like we're going out on that street and it was just, it was like, I don't remember where it was. It was like off the porch or something and ran up there like a madman. Oh, that's funny. Well, I got a couple more, but I'll save those for towards the end. But all right. When was, when was your early, like, it, cause I, and I, I kind of vaguely remember, but uh, like that college is when you started getting into like the Photoshop and like, was that when you really started to, yeah. you know, chip away yeah. at that? Yeah. I kind of knew like, uh, I knew how to do it. My dad did a lot of photography. So oh, okay. he did like uh he did like models though, like people, people photography, right. and then would uh he would edit them, make them perfect, like you know, zoom in real close and get rid of, you know, a little blemish here and fix, <laughs> you know, he would he yeah. would do that stuff. So I learned that and I was like, Oh, I, I see what you're doing. And then 
yeah, it was, it was really just, I was messing around one day. I took pictures of some kid. I was messing around. He was, there was a bridge and I just took three pictures from the same spot and I had them on this side of the bridge, in the middle of the bridge, and then this side of the bridge. And I just put all three pictures together, you know, yeah. each third. So he was in the bridge and all the spots. And he's like, dude, that's, that's a cover. Like you can do that. Like you could make money off this. And it was like, oh, that's interesting. That's really, yeah. <laughs> that was college. It was college before, before college, there was no, I didn't ever yeah. think about making cover arts. I didn't have any rapper friends or any of that. So mm. definitely college. Very interesting. Dudes. What do you yeah. got, buddy? No, I'm enjoying the ride here. Listen to some of the wild shit from back in the day there. Um, yeah, I mean, when you so when you went into school, obviously, like not knowing you were going to do cover art, anything like that. What was what was the game plan? What did you originally want to do? Oh, man, I wanted any, any, or, or just no idea. I wanted pre farm. I was okay. going to be a pharmacist. I was going to I, the reason I chose St. John Fisher was to be a pharmacist. Um, I worked at Wegmans, so I kind of had the the end. Right. and then that that was like this one um freshman year i got fired from wegmans because they said i stole and it was it's not a great follow-up after the wall of fuckery but we uh they said i stole a gift card and i was like at school you know like i was i hadn't worked in so long and they called and said you know you stole this gift card i ended up getting fired for it and that that just kind of like i couldn't go to you know i didn't have the pharmacy in with wegmans anymore and that was kind of what i was you know i was already in i thought and then chemistry just chemistry and staying up until 3 a.m and trying to do chemistry at 9 a.m it was i failed so i had to switch to uh i switched to finance and that was kind of uh even now it's like i don't use my finance degree i uh the business helped a lot. You know, I, I have a business job. I'm in operations, but sure. It's, it's the, the passion is really in the, the cover arts and the, oh. the creative process. That's what I really like to do. The other oh, yeah. stuff's just work. I, I hear you, dude. Like I, I'm kind of doing the same thing. Like I'm in operations now, but like having like that business degree too, I think when you're trying to start your own venture, even if you're not directly using it, there's so much stuff that you just, you think of that I don't think you would think of if you didn't have the business right. background, right? Because there's, there's so many people out there that have great ideas and they're super creative, can put out good products. But if you don't have that business acumen, you can't right. be profitable on it. Like, right. and you're not trying to run a charity, right? At the end of the day, right. like you want to make a living. No. Nope. But yeah, that's, uh, that's one thing I think is cool, um, too, with, with justician. I mean, I know Matt, Matt's backgrounds in like graphic design and, and that whole sort of thing, but like, I mean, he's, he's done a good job just understanding all the ins and outs and kind of being a jack of all trades. I mean, is that how, did that come easy for you or was that a tough transition? I mean, going from business to graphic design work and and kind of blend in the two um yeah it just kind of happened it honestly this this whole emerald visuals thing just kind of all happened on its own i just i just really focused on you know people reached out they wanted this and i just wanted to make what they wanted i wanted it to be like 
Yeah, obviously I'm not going to redo it 17 times, but I will, if you pay me, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. some people won't, I'll sit there and do it over and over as many times as you want, as long as you, you know, you make it fair. Like I, I just, that's the big thing too. I try to be fair. I'm not gouging, you know, people, some people charge a hundred bucks. If you, if you work with me and you keep coming, like you're getting 20 bucks, $25 covers and I'm charging other people 40, 50. Like if you're consistent and you keep coming back and you refer people to me, I'm, you know, I'm hooking it up. I'm helping people that help me. So that's yeah. that. Absolutely. But, but that doesn't kind of, kind of answers your question. Kind of not, but that, that, the networking idea of business, the, the, right. the money I started to realize like, okay, I, I can make money with this. I can profit my, you know, as I get better, as I get new clients that are, you know, more well-known, I can charge more. And, and just kind of that knowing that stuff and how business works and knowing like, the exposure and like I want to I want to go after like I don't want to DM the artist on Instagram I want to find out who the artist booking is or their manager and DM that guy or find you know the the emails that they're actually gonna see so that yep. that was stuff I knew like I just knew that like as a as an artist or like a business a big a big artist they don't they don't do their most of them don't do their Instagram it's it's you gotta go through some side side yeah. doors to get to them Right. For sure. All right. I want to make sure I leave time for these last two though. All right. Let it rip. <laughs> oh boy. All right. This next one is, is this reads mad heads about 30. <laughs> that one was, that was like an inside joke that just kind of, that kind of blew up between me and him. Uh, I can't remember what it, where the first one was. We went to, I think we went to a hockey party at one of the hockey houses and it was just like, I was like, how many people are there? And he just says, mad heads about 30. And it just, it just, it blew up. So we would, we would go somewhere, you know, and, and you know, how many people are there? Oh, about 30. Mad heads. So we just kind of always say, you know, mad heads about 30, whether it was seven people or 600 people, it didn't matter. Yeah. Oh, that's but, fantastic. Yeah, that, that was just a those little uh, those little inside jokes are always the best, man. Yeah, you just yeah, get because until for you for you guys like until you get to like like me and Matt have some stuff like that too. But like when you're 70 years old, you turn and say that to him, it's like yeah, you're gonna instantly laugh. Like it's yeah. shit you're like that's amazing. The nursing home, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah. Oh boy! And then. uh Last couple here, the Detroit Rager. Oh. Yeah, so I was I actually talked to him recently about this. We uh we went to Detroit on a school field trip, right? A uh, uh, sports management trip, and it was for only sports management majors, but since Maddie Clark was the head of the sports management club and he empty seats, we got first dibs. Nice. So we got we got in that and they put us, when we got to Detroit, they put us in a handicap suite. So like everyone had these regular, you know, two queen bed rooms. Mm-hmm. We had this handicap suite with like two king size beds and just, it was like two rooms basically like combined. Oh, wow. So we got there and we're like, oh, like tonight after everyone does their stuff, party in our hotel room and <laughs> the whole entire trip was in our hotel room and we're all partying and we're doing flip cup and beer pong and freaking what i can't remember who got i, I think i got into it i'm pretty sure me and lukey wrestled 
We oh, yeah. like yeah. Little drunken yeah, tussle. Was, oh, yeah. it was yeah, I'm pretty sure we got we went a couple rounds too. They're like, I'll oh, get up, yeah. no choking each other out and this and that. Yeah, it was and then we got a knock on the door and it was the police. Oh, they're like, if you guys aren't quiet, you gotta leave. And I'm just turned around. Everyone, that's it. You know, we had our fun, everyone get out. And then they, <laughs> they were, you know, that was it. They just said, you know, no more noise, and everyone left and we were good. But it was I'd say we probably got a good hour party in a hotel in Detroit with like yeah, just... mad heads about 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the room. But that's yeah, great. It was, a little power was hour for the fellas. Oh yeah. That's great. We saw, what do we see? We saw the Red Wings versus the Sabres. Oh God. I'm pretty sure the Sabres won. Too. Oh, that sounds like a barn burner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a, I've only seen the Sabres not in Buffalo. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I never, I don't Where else have you seen them? them? I saw them in Columbus. Oh, okay. Huh. You know, but well, since then, this joke is just hanging out there, you're not missing anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was surprised you guys weren't uh weren't gonna rip on me on these ones. I was gonna move them at the start. I don't know if I'm playing these. The right twigs here. over there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. Got, is that a Woody? Is that a Woody in the corner? Oh, it sure, it sure would. Oh hell yeah. yeah! Is that one of the fifty thirties? It is a fifty thirty, dude. dude. Bingo. Dude, I got uh, I got one sitting about blade. six feet away from me in this office. Yeah, the hell fifty thirties yeah. also Those known sticks as the are unsure sick. wood with a coffee curve. <laughs> with uh, a coffee yeah. curve that you like launch the puck into the fifth row. Nah. Yeah, yeah. They had a I had a coho stick. Ooh, oh, yeah. a black coho stick, and me and Keeler were coming. After hockey one day, we played hockey on the canal, and we were coming back to the dorms, and I was trying to bring the stick up the elevator, and it got stuck. You know, we were coming up, and it was it was tilted, so it got stuck. And I tried to walk again, and I, I turned it the other way, and it got stuck at the top. And Keeler was like, oh, the co-host's too dusty. The elevator doesn't want it. That <laughs> <laughs> was ripped on me for having the co-host Oh, thing. no. Well, yeah, That's that was tough. another one. Coho too dusty. Coho yeah, too dusty. <laughs> That's unreal. Well, the last thing I got on this this glorious list from the CEO himself. Why couldn't you ever take a morning class? The <laughs> morning class, dude. These kids, they got so fed up with me not waking up to my alarm, they would just unplug it. I wouldn't even have a chance. <laughs> after a half hour, that shit would be unplugged. It would go off for a half hour. They'd be like, "Shut that thing off, unplug it," and I'd. I'm just sleeping. I probably wake up at noon through my 8 a.m., through my 9 a.m., wake up at noon, and I'm like, fuck, I just slept through my two classes. Oh, well. <laughs> and, yeah, it was, yeah, freshman year, definitely had a little bit of a sleeping-in problem. Yeah, that'll happen. Certain. Yeah, That'll happen. And, a, and a, maybe a sleep-drinking problem. That'll happen. They, they, they kind of tied together. I think together, the two go together. You know? Know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. You yeah. finally cut loose. You know, out on your own a little bit. Oh, yeah. oh, everybody's been there. Yeah. My One first, thing. My, go ahead. The first real kegger, like the first real keg party I ever went to was college freshman year. We went to Westminster. I remember me and Keeler doing, sitting there by the keg the whole night. I remember it was the first, first keg, big keg party I ever did. So that was, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That'll definitely contribute to the, to the oversleeping hundred percent. One thing, too, I wanted to make sure, uh, you know, as we're kind of getting down on time here, though, um, last thing I really have for you, you know, 
as how you've described it, you know, kind of stumbling upon this this newer love you have, you know, making the cover art, graphics, doing that sort of design. Two part question: What is your what is your ideal like creative space? Like, do you have set time where you do stuff? Like, where you say I'm going to work on things? I'm in a good or does stuff kind of hit you just? spontaneously when i get if i get inspired that's the best time like i get an idea like i want to i want it now 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 as soon as the idea comes it's like i gotta act on it now because i might not be as inspired like i might have that idea still but i get to the computer i'm like i don't really want to do this right now you don't I have that it, flow. I'm, like, I'm like i want to do it right now and like see this come to life and and so it's like right when i get the idea if i can i like to do that and then i'll, I'll do like fridays i have off work i work Monday through Thursday, uh-huh. we do like 11 hour days. And then Fridays I have off. So I'll do, you know, Friday mornings. I'll typically try and bang out as many as I can. Beauty. But yeah, it's, so, it's yeah. Night times and, and I, yeah, I'll do them anytime. I just like the, the vibe of the room, you know, I'll put on some lights, light a candle or something nice. like chill, you know, a mellow, mellow kind of vibe if I can. Yeah. That's kind some of music. Cool. Yeah, that almost answers the second part of the question. Um, but another thing I wanted to ask too, last thing for me, honestly, tips, advice for someone, you know, kind of that might have the sort of passion like that, that something they're thinking about doing that from your experience, what would you, what would you say to those people that are kind of maybe pondering, like really diving in to do something like this, anything creative really, but you know, what, yeah. what advice or thoughts do you have for them? I think don't don't be afraid to push boundaries. If someone tells you it sucks, that's their opinion. It's still good. It could be fire and it could go, you know, it could be so fire and go viral. And that person tells you it sucks and you think it sucks. Like, don't listen to other people. What you think is is when you create it, like, it's good. It's art. You know, not everyone sees the same vision. So you can't really always let the critics kind of, you know, determine how you feel about your work. You kind of got to just, you know, know that, hey, people pay me money for this. People want me to do this. They reached out to me. Like they know I, I can create like the confidence is, is big because people always eh, make it pop. Can you change the color? Can you do this, that? Nah, nah, nah. And it's like, you, you're good. You just gotta, you know, you just gotta take it with a grain of salt when people want changes and stuff like have the faith in yourself for sure. And definitely don't be afraid to like, if you don't get an answer from someone you want to work with message, their brother, message their friend, message their manager, message whoever, you know, don't stop being annoying. Like the worst they're going to say is no, or I'm all set, you know, or they'll try and say, oh yeah, for free. And then you just say, ah, this is what I charge, you know, but (laughs) it's, it's, don't be afraid to reach out to people and people's friends and, and like people will help you. Like people like to help people. So it's it's almost like uh, you're hurting yourself by not kind of, branching out and going after you know if they don't answer try again try a different route keep trying don't just uh oh they didn't answer my dm you know yeah that's good stuff man Tudes, what do you got closing up here yeah yeah last one uh just is there one artist that like you've got that bullseye on that like the dream would be cover art for them <laughs> all right yeah. Benny the butcher Right out of Buffalo, man. I'm trying so hard to work with that dude. I'm trying, man. I got, I got. Nick sent me something today. He sent me Conway's little brother. He wanted some art, and I reached out to him, and he he responded, and he sent me pics. So right after this, I'm gonna try and make something for him. 
I'm trying to weasel my way in there, man. That's how I'm going to get it. in there. You're going to get yeah. in there for sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We'll, we'll fucking drag you in there if we yeah. have to. Nick will, right. fucking, yeah, Nick will put you on a little sleigh and pull you through the door if he has to. You know that. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make it happen. All right, Chad. Look, man, we'll definitely do this again. This is yeah, an absolute blast. Thanks so much for hopping on and taking the time for us. One last thing before we go to plug your accounts where people can follow you, where they can check out your work. Yeah, I got uh, at Emerald underscore visuals. You can check that one out. You can check at Chum Angle. That's all one word. That's the uh, that's the fishing company. And then at Chad Streb is just my regular Instagram. No work on there, but feel free to shoot a follow. Yeah, I love it. Man. <laughs> a little self promo. A little self promo. If for any of the butchers listening, he he's yeah. gonna follow all that. definitely it respond to my DMs, dude. I respond <laughs> to your DMs. <laughs> Not you, Benny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love it, man. Hey, pleasure, Appreciate dude. It, um, we'll be in touch. Thank you so much again. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll be seeing man. you real soon in person. I can't oh, wait. Yeah, I'm pumped. What is it? We got. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be the week of. Yeah. Oh boy. So there we go. Golf swing. Just yeah, you're in for a treat. So uh, make sure you follow all the boys on Snapchat because there's going to be a fucking gold mine cranking out of there starting Monday morning about 930. Or not Monday morning. What is that? It'll be Saturday morning. Saturday the 14th, about 930. You're going to start getting some bombs on Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, a lot of Caddyshack quotes incoming. Thanks so much, Chad. Enjoy the rest of your night. Get cranking on that that stuff, and we'll be talking to you, brother. All right. See you guys. Later. Oh, 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 oh,